Lebrados, Mandoriada Dabos, Abrada Kushka, Grina Lodos, Obre de Yeredos, Salada Kuske Bahaya. I decree judgment over the works of the enemy. This morning, I decree fire of God from heaven to consume every satanic onslaught, satanic attack, demonic onslaught by the Spirit of God. I come against every forces of darkness, Saladosa, Ligados, Sangrana, Lushabande, Riado, Sepekunda, Halianu, Gahia, let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance upon the hidden and punishment upon the people. To bind their kings with fetters and chains of iron and their nobles with chains of iron. I rise against every demonic, satanic, onslaught every attack of the enemy in any form of ramification in any form in any form against marriages against lives against destinies Liado Zobrada Korianda Sheliaba Zobregede Lindos Kibahaya. I confront that spirit that wants to destroy, that wants to destroy, that wants to kidnap, that wants to steal, that wants to pick, that wants to take. Lego Zabrada Dango Zobrada that wants to take that which does not belong to him, belong to her, that spirit that wants to take. In the name of Jesus, I raise fire of God upon you, fire of God upon you, fire of God upon you, wherever you are trying to operate in the world right now, wherever, wherever I stand my ground as a watchman set over the wall by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God, I resist your work and I frustrate your plans in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus. You will not be able to perpetrate and to accomplish your plan. For the Bible tells me that God frustrates the devices of the wicked so that their hands will not perform their enterprise. Your plans and your devices and your strategy and your works are frustrated right now. And I command and I decree according to the decree of him that rule over the affairs of this world, that rules over the affairs of men, the one who sits upon the throne on high, whose name is Elohim, El Gibor, El Shaddai. I stand upon his word this morning and upon his authority I stand and I say in the name of Jesus your works are ended. Over that life, in that family and your attacks and your strategy and your plan return to you seven times, seven times. God's children are free, free to walk in their purpose, free to live their purpose, Free, free, for he that the Son has set free is free indeed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. I suddenly felt this morning as I was about to start the podcast, I heard someone calling for help in my spirit, man. And I felt this satanic, demonic voice of oppression trying to suppress, trying to steal, trying to kill. I do not know exactly where that is happening, but I needed to rise and speak as a prophetic watchman set over the wall by the Spirit of God. It is done. I feel lifted. I feel rested. Glory to God. Glory to God. We have previously considered two spiritual steps, two spiritual steps critical to obtaining the supernatural double portion in the dimensions of the spirit. And the first is the response to the divine call. The second is your undivided commitment to faithful, genuine, unstoppable kingdom service in any form. In any form. Elisha did not disregard the noble service of pouring water in the hands of the prophet of God, Elijah, because he understood. He understood the principle that Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. He says, He who receives you received me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever, whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly, I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. He shall by no means lose his reward. Listen to me. Men of the spirit understand that there is no small service in the kingdom. No small service. No, 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 no. No matter how small that thing you have been called by God to do may appear. It has the capacity to lift you up to the highest realm of the spirit. The faithfulness of every kingdom service is what is rewarded in the kingdom. The faithfulness, the dedication, the genuineness, and spiritual commitment to kingdom service qualifies a person for what he or she will receive as a reward. I have seen simple men who laid their degrees and pedigrees and achievements. They laid down their accomplishments to serve their uneducated pastors, leaders, church leaders, genuine ones have seen such men rise to global prominence, rise to the highest level both in the spirit and in the physical. I have seen those who served as drivers of their faithful and godly leaders in the church because the church of God is the representation of heaven here on earth. And I've seen men who put everything aside to serve as the lowest 
lowest physically, lowest level. Some of them served as cleaners, served as drivers. I've seen them rise to become giants in the operations of the kingdom simply by being faithful in claiming claiming the church the place where men and women gather to honor the lord see such men their service was a measure of their humility and genuineness before god and that was what qualified qualified them and gave them access to the supernatural dimensions of the spirit that they could not recover, their generation could not recover from all the days of their lives. Friends, there are a few things I want you to note in this discourse this morning. And the first one is, God never plays or joke with his faithful servant. God never, never jokes, never plays around with his faithful servant, genuinely faithful servant. If you want God to hold you in high esteem and rise to your defense any day, any time, serve him faithfully, faithfully. Serve him, not according to your own terms, but according to his own recommendation, according to his word. Numbers chapter 12 gives the account of how Moses was accused and challenged by his own older siblings, not even by external people, by his own older siblings. For whatever reason they had, Miriam and Aaron came up against Moses for some flimsy excuses here and there. God was so angry with them to the intent that God summoned the accusers to the place of instant judgment despite the fact that they were related to Moses. Numbers chapter 12 verse 5 to 10 tells us and it says, And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam and they both came forth. <laughs> wow, wow. God came down because his faithful servant Moses was being oppressed, accused and threatened by his own family relatives, dearly beloved. God can go to any extent to defend and keep his faithful servants from the attack and the relegations of the enemies. Oh yes, there are too many few faithful people in the kingdom of God. Too many few faithful. Few faithful people. Yes. <laughs> yes. In the kingdom of God. So the very few who are faithfully serving God, they secured the full covering of the Father. When God came down, he actually had a decent conversation with Miriam and Aaron about Moses. But Moses is faithful servant and please hear what the Lord said. He said, and he said, hear now my words. Verse 5, verse 6, I beg your pardon. If there be 
a prophet among you, I, the Lord, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. Verse 7. My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful in all my house? My servant Moses is not so. He is faithful. My God, my servant Moses is not so. God testified of him. Testified of Moses that he was faithful in all of God's house. Oh, a man faithful in service in all of God's house will secure God's attention and divine response by all means. God proceeded further to say as a result of his faithfulness in all of God's house, God spoke to him mouth to mouth. Verse 8 tells us, With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches, and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? How dare you speak against a man that is faithfully serving me? How dare you speak against a woman that is in active and faithful service before the Lord? Friends, to speak against a faithful servant of God and by by faithful servant of God, I do not mean a person with one title or the other. I literally mean a servant of God. One who serves God faithfully. That's a servant of God. I'm not talking about a title, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. That is irrelevant. Your faithfulness is not measured by your title. Your faithfulness is measured by your faithfulness, your commitment, your obedience. The discipline of serving Jesus and all his house. Who is a faithful servant? A faithful servant is one who serves God faithfully. A person that heaven bears record of his faithful service in holiness is at a higher realm of supernatural positioning. A higher realm of supernatural positioning for the double portion of the Spirit of God. Faithfulness in your service to God reflects in your personal communication with God. Your faithfulness in service to God positions you above every other servant that is partially faithful in some part of God's house. Aaron was a faithful translator of Moses. As far as translation was concerned, Aaron was a faithful servant. He translated Moses everywhere. He was faithful in a part of God's house. But as far as faithfulness to God in not being a servant to rebellion, in not joining rebellious discussion, rebellious people, he was unfaithful. He was unfaithful. Was he not the one, Aaron, that joined the rebellion of Miriam? Why? Why is it that Aaron was always involved in one rebellious activity or the other? 
Was it not the same Aaron that joined the rebellion of the people of Israel when they demanded for a golden calf when Moses went up to the mountain? Why the same Aaron? It's just an indication that a man can be faithful in one part of God's house and unfaithful in many other parts of God's house. And God said, Moses, my servant, was not so. He was faithful. He is faithful in all my house. Wherever you take him to, one thing you will find about him, faithfulness. 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 Aaron was not faithful in all of God's house. Faithful servants in translation, he was. He translated Moses very well. But unfaithful servant in rebellious activities. He was always following the company of the people that lead to rebellious activities. Always in the company of Miriam or in the company of the people demanding for a golden calf to rebel against the Lord. <laughs> To be a servant is easy. But to be a faithful servant in all, underline that word, in all of God's house. To the extent that every, that even God himself would testify to your faithfulness in every area is a serious matter for you to consider. It's a serious matter for me to consider. Which area of my life am I faithfully serving God? And which area of God's house have I been unfaithful? Is a question to answer. Can heaven testify of your faithfulness in all of God's house? The same Miriam who was faithful as a servant in worship was found unfaithful in humility, in love, in purity, in obedience, in submission, and in service. She came up with tambourines in Exodus, you remember? As soon as they came out of the Red Sea victoriously, she took a tambourine in her hand, celebrating and dancing and leading the woman to worship God. Oh, <laughs> how she did it with joy and rejoicing. If you were the leader of the, or the pastor, of the congregation, would you not have immediately commended the faithful sister Miriam and appoint her? You will appoint her, at least I will do so, as a leader of the worship ministry in the wilderness. Yes, she was faithful, but not a faithful servant in all the father's house. And the father knows those who are faithful in all his house. <laughs> he knows those who are unfaithful in all his house. He knows those who are faithful in some part of his house and unfaithful in the rest of his house. So when those who were faithful in some part begin to gang up against those who are faithful in all of his house, he rises up to intervene. He rises up to intervene. The Father's house has many mansions and compartments and ministries and dimensions. And you cannot select and choose what part of it you want to do 
the part you want to be faithful in and the part you don't want to be faithful it's not in your hand and the thing is that when you choose the part you want to be faithful in god will not speak or react he leaves you to that say i want to do this part but that part i don't want to do i want to be faithful here i don't want to be faithful there i don't want to do this i want to do that <laughs> you are limiting your rising you are limiting your capacity you are limiting, you have set a cap, a limit to your spiritual operations in the realms of the spirit. To be a faithful servant means you are ready to serve God faithfully and acceptably according to his will in any capacity he wants you to according to his plan, according to his instruction, not according to your own plan an agenda. Unfaithful prophet, unfaithful prophetess called Miriam and Aaron, both of them, they saw the anger of God because they spoke against a man that heaven judged faithful. A true servant, faithful in all the Father's house. My dear friends, the problem with partial faithfulness is that it can cause you many problems and troubles and sorrows. And the game of complete and total faithfulness to God as a servant is that it will cause God to speak and rise to your defense, to speak for you, even when you cannot speak for yourself. Dearly beloved, I want God to rise to my defense. I want God to speak for me and I want God to speak for you. I want God to testify for me. I want my faithfulness to God as a servant of God to be able to move God. Can you see that? <laughs> you see that it is not only prayer that moves God. Please write that down. Moses did not pray before God arose. God stood to confront Miriam and Aaron, not because Moses prayed against them, but because Moses' faithfulness became an instrument of spiritual negotiation became a tool in the realm of the spirit that mobilized God to rise and speak for him. Faithful service in all of God's house will move God even faster than you can imagine when you have not prayed. In verse 9 to 12 of the same Numbers chapter 12, the Bible says, And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed, and the cloud departed from off the tabernacle. And behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Oh, my people, serve the Lord. Be faithful in all his house, not in your mind. Not in your mind. Be faithful in all his house. Elisha served Elijah faithfully and was faithful in all the father's house. He served without holding back, without expectation, without desire for anything physical, without commendation, without recommendation. Those who served faithfully desired something much more deeper than the physical. They are not looking for anything money can buy. How do you know a faithful servant of God? How do you know? You know him or her 
because such a one has only one desire and that desire is to obtain something supernatural something eternal and nothing natural Moses served in absolute faithfulness and a desire to see the face of God. Wow! His desire was what? The face of God. Elisha served in absolute faithfulness and desired the double spirit of his master who stood before God regularly. A man who had the spiritual stature and capacity to lock up the windows of heaven. Paul served so faithfully that he did not desire the largest congregation or the largest printing press for his parchment. He served so faithfully that he even desired to be cursed so that he could reach the people Jesus sent him to. Brother, Moses told God to blot out his name so that the rebellious people he was asked to lead may enter the promised land. Paul was ready to be cursed for his people to be saved. An indication of faithfulness in ministry and service is in what you are willing to give in order to please the one who has called you to serve him. May we conclude this morning's discourse with 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 and it says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me. Who has what? Enabled me. Because he counted me faithful putting me into ministry he counted me faithful putting me into ministry where you will be placed in the kingdom in the ministry of reconciliation is largely dependent on the measure of your faithfulness to god and his kingdom friends serve the lord faithfully in all his house. Serve him without any expectation of human commendation and applause. Your faithfulness in service will determine your placement in the ministry of the kingdom. I commend you to God this morning again and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen and amen. Amen. Yeah.